Hello, this is Mac. I'm one of your co-hosts, and I use she, her pronouns. And this is Britt. I'm your other co-host, and I use she, they pronouns. And welcome to Sunday School, a conversation on pleasure, intimacy, connection, and the messiest, most beautiful parts of life from two friends who grew up in a conservative culture like Salt Lake City, Utah. We started this conversation together and with you because we found that healing happens when you process in community. So by sharing our stories and our journeys, we hope that it will create some space for you and your expansion into the magical, full human being that you are and are becoming. Usually we take a few minutes to breathe together, but today I'm feeling a little dehydrated. So I'm going to invite all of us to take a big sip of water. Wherever you are, go ahead and find your glass. Maybe go get one, fill it up, and just take a nice long drink. Maybe take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. And let's get into it. Mm, delicious. So hydrated. Well, I saw you drinking your coffee <laughs> instead of your water. You bitch. It's, it's too far out of reach and I don't want to go get it. Anyway, welcome to Sunday School. We're going to talk about our weeks and then probably go to church pretty quickly because we're feeling a lot of feelings this week and it's just a whole mishmash. Oh boy. Yeah. I think recently the the trend over the past couple weeks for you and I have been that we're a lonely couple bitches (laughs) (laughs) and that's okay. We're, you know, we're sitting in it. Um, I have been feeling lonely in probably the best way that I've ever felt where mm. I kind of think I'm just okay with it at this point. And it, it is a bit different um, for me personally, because I, I moved into a new place and living with people, you know, I share spaces with um, my friends. And so I'm, I'm with people, but like in the sense that I, you know, I don't have a lover. I don't have uh, a romantic partnership right now in my life or or even the prospect of one yeah and I just really don't give a shit yeah well I wanted to ask you what Uh to you is the difference between being lonely and being Mm -hmm. alone I want to get super clear on that definition before we really dive into the conversation for me right now feeling lonely has been like when the weekend rolls around and I have no plans to go see anybody. It hasn't really even been the need to have like a person or romance or intimacy lately. It's just been, I want to be around my friends. Like I really wish I, you know, had Brit or Phoenix to, you know, go out and do something. But then I also just have been enjoying being alone which being alone to me right now just has almost been more of a comfort lately in my life being alone and independent and like going about this life by myself Mm. and I'm kind of okay with that well I really resonate with what you said around like wishing that me or Phoenix was around to go do something with because for me too 
I've been thinking about loneliness is the sense of, I don't know who to call right now. And I don't really know if I belong where I am. I think the belonging bit has been a little bit rough for me because as I've mentioned before, I'm in San Diego right now and I'm so grateful for the space to just like rest like this and find some calm and stillness within myself and in my surroundings. But last weekend I was like taking the dogs for a walk and I saw the youths out with their friends getting ice cream and I was like, shit, I have no plans. Like I have no one to call. I don't even have like a lunch date to look forward to with a girlfriend. And I really miss being able to just like call you up and be like, let's go to ninth the ninth and get coffee and shoot the shit for hours. You know, like that feeling of, I know who to call. Mm -hmm. I know who I'm going to be with this weekend. And I have my people around is really important to me. I'm realizing I'm also realizing I'm such an extrovert. I get so much energy from being around people. And I also have severe social anxiety. (laughs) I also just don't want to talk to anybody. And I think that that tension is a little more manageable when I'm in a familiar place like Salt Lake or New York where I have my people and I have my roots. Well, and I know you have been kind of struggling with being like sitting in this stillness. Yeah, I mean, I I was reading Brene Brown as I do. Of course. <laughs> and reflecting on how stillness really allows things to catch up with you. Mm. And I think it's been really good for me. Yeah. To find some stillness and some calm. But I think when I was thinking about it in concept, I was like, this will be good for me. And now that I'm really in it, I'm like, it's fucking hard to, <laughs> to let good, sh- but hard. <laughs> Yeah, to let you catch up with you and to like yeah. really confront um how crippling my social anxiety can be sometimes and just my anxiety in general. And like we say all the time on this pod, like healing and all that self-love beautiful shit is like really great. And then like you do it and it's like, fuck, this is really hard. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like it's like, I I was talking about this in therapy. I was like, I don't want to do the work anymore. Like I don't want to look at the hard shit and I don't want to self-reflect anymore. Like I want to go be a hoe on the beach. I'm kind of and, and my therapist said this to me. She was like, you don't always have to have the hard conversation. You don't always have to do the work. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be telling me the opposite of that. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of the, the bigger update, I guess, for us is just these concepts we've been sitting with that we could go to church on. Before we do that, though, I do have just like a lighter update. Um, <laughs> I have a date tomorrow. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I don't really know what to call him. I met him on Hinge. Um, he drives a Forerunner, and I know that. In <laughs> you and Phoenix really love like dudes who drive Forerunners and like go hiking and camping and stuff. It's really. an outdoorsy thing. It's hot. I don't know. I know, and he's like a surfer too. Um, and you know, I don't dislike that type, but it's just not really my type. And everyone, it's. Everyone on the apps in Salt Lake City and also here in San Diego is like just looking for a babe to go hiking with and like looking for a partner to go on adventures with and climb with. And I'm over here like pretty sure I'm the only person on this app that doesn't like surfing. (laughs) I'm like quite afraid of the ocean. (laughs) I'll watch you do that, but (laughs) no, thank you. (laughs) 
But anyway, he's that kind of guy. So we'll just call him Forerunner. Okay. <laughs> and he's really cute. We're going to go mini golfing tomorrow. And I'm pretty excited about it. And um, he made the reservation too. Like we were going back and forth about plans. And he was like, oh, I think we're going to need a reservation for this. And like, that's all he said. Uh-huh. And I just didn't respond because I was like, that's not a question. And then 30 minutes later, he sent me a screenshot of like the reservation confirmation. And I was like, okay, great. Thank Good you boy. for taking care of that. I mean, we were talking earlier about how both of us are like really alone for the first time in our lives when it comes to romantic relationships and how that is sort of transmuting into this sense of like loneliness as well when it comes to just general connection and intimacy. And one of the things that I kind of want to highlight within this conversation before we really dive in or as we really dive in is this whole like mainstream conversation, especially like on social media with those little like Instagram posts that are like, you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. But I don't think it's always as like clear cut as like, okay, you spend time by yourself and you really learn how to love yourself and then you're ready for a relationship. Like I think it's, yeah. it's such, it's like, it's, it ha- sometimes it ha- has to happen in conjunction. And like, sometimes I think you have to find yourself in relationship with other people. I've realized that I really find out who I am when I'm out in the world interacting with others, when I get to put to the test all the quote unquote work that I put into myself. And that's where I really figure out like, who I am and how I'm showing up. And I'm really craving that integration, I guess, right now. And also finding out who you are by yourself is really fucking lonely. I I totally agree with you of that, that like whole trope of like, you can't accept love from someone until you fully love yourself. And I see, I see those two things as completely separate mckenna alone and mckenna in a relationship are two totally different people and i am choosing and i want to put the energy into loving and accepting mac by herself but eventually mac's gonna be ready to be in a relationship and that's gonna be a whole new me that i need to discover and i need Mm. to love and and they're two they're two separate things and I do think that it's easier to allow someone else in and allow them to love you when you have accepted yourself. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's where this whole idea has come from because in, in the past I have not loved myself. I haven't even known who that bitch was. Like I don't (laughs) even know who that was. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't fucking know that bitch. But, and then because of that, I don't think I, allowed anybody to love me and it got it got unhealthy because I was looking for love from them to fix me and that's not sustainable so yes go out and love yourself alone but then don't go into a new relationship thinking oh this is going to work out perfectly because I love myself I love what you you touched on around loving yourself allows someone else to love you as well or it helps you receive love and that's something we've talked about on the pod before perhaps like yeah recently in this new like single dumb that I'm in I've been really 
confronting how hard of a time I have with allowing people to love me mm. and allowing people to care for me. And it's this really fucked up tension where I like desperately want someone to love me and care for me in this deep way that I know is possible. And when I actually get a glimpse of that, I can't, it makes me deeply uncomfortable yeah. because it's so vulnerable to trust someone to hold you like that. I'm realizing that I don't want to have expectations of the people that I am intimately entangled with. And this, I don't think this really applies to like you or Phoenix, mm. but beyond that and like looking into my past relationships too, I, I've also done this where I just like don't have expectations and I'll be like, it's okay. Like, don't worry. I'm chill. I'm fine. Like I'll do it because I'm the one that puts in the work and I'm the one that like really shows up. And that's totally a defense mechanism for actually being vulnerable because then on top of saying, I don't have any expectations so if you don't meet the expectations I don't have, I won't be hurt. I'm also the one overcompensating and being like, well, I'm doing the work. Yeah. And it's been really hard to look back and be like, wow, it's not just that I'm attracting emotionally unavailable people. I'm emotionally unavailable. <laughs> I wasn't in the past willing to take responsibility for how afraid I was of being vulnerable and I don't just throw vulnerability out there as this like a buzzword. I really mean like vulnerable in the sense of I'm going to allow myself to want something that I may not get. And if I don't get it, it's going to be really hurtful. Yeah. And um, I haven't let myself be in that position because I fucking hate it. I don't want to be let down. Yeah. But by closing myself off to that, I'm also not letting in like the possibility of true joy and connection and love. And then I'm sad. And then <laughs> I'm alone and lonely. And it's just this vicious cycle. I, I totally resonate with what you're saying. Like, I like to be the caretaker in my relationships and I like to be, you know, the sanctuary for somebody. But then I also take on too much and then it comes out as resentment and I resent that person and then I'm sad and then I push them away and I'm lonely again you know it, it's like that vicious cycle and it goes on and on and on and I think uh going back to you know loving yourself and accepting yourself first in that case I feel like that could be a detriment to like getting into a healthy relationship eventually is like we need to I need to fix these things because it's only hurting myself I want to get to the bottom of it. I think the the only way of getting to the bottom of it is like going out there and like putting yourself out into the world and interacting with each other. And like I was saying before, really finding yourself in relationship with other people. Well, and I, I think there's types of healing that can only be done when you're in a relationship with somebody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like we're, yeah, we're getting It's not to know, linear. It's not linear. And, and I think these like lessons are things that, I need to work on and heal from, I'm not even going to get to until I'm in a relationship. And so all this work that we're doing right now, <laughs> the face that you're making. <laughs> no, it's like, we're not even, we're, I'm not even touching that shit yet because I'm so far from being in any type of relationship that uh, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to work on myself. I'm doing all this work. But then you start the whole process over when you yeah. get into a relationship. And yeah. I don't even want to fucking think about that right now. Like, <laughs> fuck that. I don't want it.
I don't want it. I mean, I made a face because I was like, oh my God, you're right. Like, yeah. It just, and, and I think what's coming up for me right now is like, I just want to fix it. Like, I just want to be fixed. And that <laughs> I, I want it to be linear, is what I'm saying. And uh, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. Well, and um, the more that I am loving myself and the more I'm becoming, you know, this independent single person, the bar is raising. Mm. And I am putting up with less and less bullshit. And I can tell it's to a point where it's like on the cusp of healthy and unhealthy where I just <laughs> immediately start looking for red flags in people. And it's, it's a good thing, but it's making everything more difficult because like my bar is so much higher than it used to be. Like I used to put up with shit that like Mac today is just like, ugh, what the fuck? Like, why did I even yeah. deal with that behavior? Yeah. And it just weeds out so many more people. And it's like, there's less of a selection, you know? <laughs> it's kind of just the other end of the spectrum. And I think yeah. that finding the balance just has to come through practice. <laughs> and I love how you were like, it's on the cusp of unhealthy. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe I'm the toxic one now. But I think <laughs> in some ways, it's also a defense mechanism, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Of just like, yeah, like I've experienced this before and I'm not even going to give it a chance. And like sometimes I do fear like that has me missing out on opportunities. And like uh, like other people, especially my mom, will be like, you just need to give it a chance. But I'm like, why? Why would I put myself in the position of potentially being hurt in the same way? Because I know how much this hurts. Right. Well, and you have to protect yourself in, in relationships. And I, I think I, I'm in a place where I'm also very, very cynical of a lot of relationships around me. Whereas like, I know people who are in these relationships that I'm just like, why are you fucking doing this? Why are you settling? Why are you, you know, to put it harshly, wasting your fucking time in these relationships that don't fulfill you. I've been that person where I woke up one day in my last relationship and I was like, I think I just wasted two and a half years of my life. And, Mm. and, you know, that being said, that's not how I actually feel. It wasn't a waste. It was what needed to happen to bring me to where I am today. There's a side of that that's like, yeah, I fucking wasted two and a half years with this person who did not make me happy, did Mm -hmm. not, you know, just continuously over and over again has made me distrust Mm -hmm. so much about relationships. Mm. And that's a whole healing process that I need to go through. And it's just another thing to tack on to the list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's interesting to sort of compare our most recent relationship experiences in this context, because there are a lot of similarities to the relationships, what we went through, how we've been reflecting on them. But for me, you know, I've never really thought I wasted my time mm. because when I was in my most recent relationship, there were a lot of moments where I could see very clearly I was not happy. I was not being fulfilled. And also I made the choice to stay because there were a lot of things that I was getting out of it. And I don't regret anything for a second because even the hard shit, I grew so much from it. Like I found so much 
patience deep within me and I found Mm. so much compassion that I didn't know I had. And I don't feel like that was a waste of time. And I don't think that anyone can judge a relationship unless they're in it, but it's also really hard to be on the outside now and to be like, wow, that sucks. And and like you said, the only people that really know a relationship are the two people that are in it. And who are we to judge, you know, when someone should leave or if someone should leave? <laughs> Here, here's a question then. Maybe okay. a way to take this deeper is mm-hmm. we're, I know that we're, bo- we're both in this slightly cynical, maybe a little unhealthy <laughs> stage of life. We're a little toxic. We're a little toxic. Like, we're taking us. responsibility for that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like looking at other relationships and we're like, why? Like, why would you waste your fucking time? Right. Yeah. And also, we know that relationships take work. So Mm -hmm. where is the line for us of like, this is healthy work to be putting into a relationship? Like, maybe I'm not fully happy right now, but Mm -hmm. it's just part of the process versus this is not good for me to be in. Is there a line? I don't know. I don't know. It just depends so much on that, that deep, like, gut feeling I think for me Mm. I I look back at my relationship with the handyman and I jump back and forth over that question all the time of like am I just not putting in the work for this Mm. or is this just not right Mm. and in hindsight it just wasn't right but at the time like I had no clue I had no idea god when you're in it you're in it that's you're why you have it. friends to exactly you exactly <laughs> <laughs> and, and so yeah like looking back it's like yeah that absolutely was just wrong yeah. and I needed to trust my gut yeah. and so maybe it's like a gut feeling of like now that I've experienced it I'll never go through it again, but who's to say, like, maybe I get myself into a relationship in the future and my gut is telling me like, no, we love this person and we want to be with this person, but it's also fucking hard. I don't know. I have no idea. I have a thought. Okay. A a proposal, if you will. Let me know what you think. I think that sometimes the work in a relationship is actually the the work for the relationship and Mm. sometimes you're just trying to fix yourself by fixing the relationship like I I think it requires Mm. this like really high level of self-awareness to like look at it and look at what's happening and be like am I trying to work on this because this is something that I want to work on with this person and like build and co-create something with this person or am I trying to work on this as a way to avoid working on something within myself yeah, avoidance. Totally. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it goes from full circle. On that uh, note, I, I think a, a, a big tell of that is like if you're getting reciprocating work from the other person. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, like I think it, need, it definitely needs to be a 50 50 team effort yeah. of like we are choosing to be together we are choosing to work on this and make this work. Yeah. Whereas, uh, for example, in my last relationship, I didn't feel that. Um, I felt like it was my duty to change myself and to work on myself because I was the one ruining it. And that's what I was like gaslit into thinking, I think. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think that in any future situation, relationship, there needs to be an equal 
part played by both partners. Yeah. The relationship that's coming to mind for me mm-hmm. is when I dated that guy who went to Peru for eight months. Uh, yes. <laughs> we'll just call him Peru. Peru. I met this guy on a dating app and he was significantly older than me. I think 12 or 13 years older than me at the time. And we dated for lack of a better term <laughs> for like six months. And then he, <laughs> well, he was a journalist. So he like moved to Peru for eight months and we kept in touch that whole time. And then he like came back to New York and then we quote unquote broke up. But what really happened is that we just like would go on dates and sleep together and only with each other for the time he was here. And then we kept in touch while he was in Peru as quote unquote friends. And then he came back and we slept together once and it was kind of weird. And then he was like, I don't think we should do this anymore. And it was this really painful process because like at the time I didn't have the self-awareness to like even know what I wanted, let alone say what I wanted to him. And when we quote unquote broke up, he said, you know, if anything were to like go further with us, it would have happened by now. (laughs) And I'm over here like, yes, but I wanted that. And I just did. I couldn't ask for it. Yeah. And to go back to like the responsibility piece, like I have responsibility for being a chill girl and not Mm. really looking at taking a hard look at myself and being like, okay, this is what I want. And this is what I'm going to ask for. And even though I'm uncomfortable, I'm going to do it anyway, because the whole time, all I wanted was for him to like me. And I thought that the way to do that was to like be chill and let him do his thing and be like, it's cool. I'm cool with this. I'm cool with a casual. But in fact, I was just avoiding being uncomfortable. (laughs) And I was really avoiding like looking at taking a hard look at myself and like asking for what I needed. And that whole thing ended really like messily. On the subject of vulnerability and allowing someone to love you because you love yourself and you know what you want. I don't think you were in that space yet. You know, no, no, you I just didn't wanted love someone to love you. Yeah. And- as a way to avoid working on loving myself. No matter how many people I have giving me attention and saying that they love me and saying that they care about me, I'm not going to actually receive it or believe it until I do it for myself. Well, and, and something that I've found interesting is this journey that we've been on of like normalizing receiving love and that type of like validation that is traditionally found in like a romantic partnership uh finding that in our friendships Mm. like i mean you and phoenix and i talk every single day and we've been feeling extra mushy lately and i'm getting that validation that i feel like i'm missing from a romantic partner from you guys And it still gives us the space to like still sit with ourselves. If a partner was saying the same shit that you guys were saying to me, I probably would like really rely on it versus like you guys are saying it to me and I'm like really intentionally receiving it and being like, okay, cool. That's there. And I know it's there Mm -hmm. and it's a a pillar for me to lean on if I need to, but I still need to be over here and I still need to be looking at myself. And it doesn't give me the out to like lean in because – our dynamic is different than it would be yeah. if it was a romantic relationship. 
Do you think that's something you could ever get out of a romantic relationship? It's like have that. I like that word pillar. Like have your romantic partner be a pillar mm. of structure for that. Do you think that's possible? <laughs> I think so. And I think, I think sometimes we think of our romantic partner as the one pillar in our life that like we have to get all of these things from but that's so much pressure on a relationship and on one person and we really it's not healthy and we really have to look at the other pillars in our lives and be like okay I can get this thing from this person and I can call this person for this other thing and like doesn't put all of the pressure and the expectations on this one person to fulfill all these areas in our lives because that's just not possible and it's not healthy for us as people like we need diverse perspectives in our lives and we need to be able to also ask ourselves what we think and make that decision for ourselves yeah be your own pillar (laughs) and also have lots of pillars (laughs) because (laughs) when I when I went to um I'll use a real life example here when I went to Greece, I went to the Acropolis in Athens, and there's a ton of fucking pillars holding up this ancient, ancient building, and I don't think it made it on one pillar. It did not. <laughs> it made it on a lot of pillars. <laughs> we love an architecturally correct <laughs> metaphor. My invitation this week is in the vein of personal responsibility um this one may be a little activating and maybe a little confrontational so as you listen to this and as you maybe take on the assignment just take good care of yourself and know that you are an amazing complete human as you are and we love you and i think it's a super worthy exercise to maybe look at some challenging a challenging relationship in your life And ask yourself, where can I take responsibility for the way that things are? Where can I take responsibility for these circumstances and how I'm showing up to this relationship? And again, when I say responsibility, I don't mean pointing fingers or blame or who's at fault here. I just think that something that I find really supportive for myself is asking myself, how am I showing up right now? Whether it's to this relationship with someone else or to my relationship with myself and becoming aware of it. And then if you want to change something, you can, but at the very least you're aware and then you can make a choice. Mm, I really love that. I'm going to be thinking about that this week. My invitation for our lovely listeners this week um, would be to just look at all the different pillars in your life. Just recognize, you know, what, what are you getting from your friendship pillar and what are you getting from your romantic relationship pillar, your family pillar, and especially your own pillar. Take note of all the pillars holding up your life right now and just sit in appreciation for each of them. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll be really uh, interesting to hear what all of you are thinking on that. Please. We love hearing your feedback on Instagram, you know, message us, slide into our DMS and tell us what you're getting from these uh, conversations. We love it. It really, Mm -hmm. really gives us a lot of happiness. 
<sighs> Big breath. <sighs> well, thank you for coming to Sunday school. Mm-hmm. We love you. Drink water. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm. Sunday School was created by me, Britt Pham, and me, Mac Harvey. Our theme music is composed and created by Caleb Spaulding. The music you hear during our grounding breath are crystal singing bowls composed and played by Jackie Cantwell. This episode was edited by Danielle Costa. You can find us on Instagram at sunday.school. School is spelled S-X-H-O-O-L. Do we miss anything? No, I don't think so. I feel complete. Me too. I feel complete. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs>